You're listening to the inner monologue of Dim Teller. Who? Never heard of him. Who's this guy? Who's this guy? I ain't nobody. Now here is Dim Teller. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the number one most unneeded podcast. It's the inner monologue of Dim Tillard. It's been two whole years since I put out an episode, and it, and it feels a bit like starting over. So, of course, allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Tim Dillard. I'm a current sometime broadcaster, former professional baseball player for 18-ish seasons, been married for 16-ish years, got three-ish kids. Currently casting the pod from my house in Nashville, Tennessee, with my probably 110-year-old pug, General Princess Leia Organa Skywalker, who is curled up snoring up an absolute storm uh, right here next to me. So if you can hear her growling in the background, I apologize. I have no sponsors for this podcast, so I really don't care. (laughs) Okay, so yeah, uh, my last episode of this podcast was October 19th, 2020. Took a two-year hiatus and honestly can't remember anything from those first 18 episodes, which obviously I could just go back and listen. Yeah, all right, I'll see you guys there. (laughs) But yeah, I'm not going to do that. However, I do encourage you, my wary and possibly duped listener, to go back and check it out. One of my guests was actually in the dugout for this past World Series, the 2022 World Series. Another guest broadcasts play-by-play for nearly every sport on planet Earth. And one guest uh, just won the American League Gold and Platinum Glove for catchers. So yeah, uh, if you're bored enough, please go and go and check that out. Uh, But a lot has changed in these two years with retiring from baseball and now I'm in the broadcasting world. It's... But while I'm waiting for the next baseball season to commence, I figured, hey, might as well work on that pod bot again. Uh, So I made the decision to revive this underwhelming podcast and bring it out of obscurity and into the low wattage light. And I did this mainly just to, I don't know, kind of have the, I always have this desire to just inflict some joyous nonsense uh, on the good people who enjoy joyous nonsense. And in a world filled with serious headlines and the latest streaming everything and social media garbage and the bombardment of famous people's lives all up in your face, this podcast is easy listening. From the stale and cheesy segments to my monotone voice, (laughs) this podcast is for everybody. And when I say everybody, I mean one for all, all for one. All right, time to get started. Up first is a little segment I like to call Dimspiration with Dim Tillard. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. Yes, welcome to Dimspiration. This is the inspiration from my Twitter and Instagram accounts of the same name called Dimspiration. So when you get done listening to this, go and follow these obscure accounts. I will say this, though, I have about 10 or so Twitter and Instagram accounts that no one has ever heard of, which is probably a good thing. But what is Dimspiration? Dimspiration can be found anywhere, but it's mostly in my head. And so I'm just basically reading from exactly on my Instagram, where I make fun of motivational posters that you see mainly on Facebook and in the halls of classrooms (laughs) growing up, where you have that cat 
that's like if you can reach for the moon you can catch a star and it's like a a kitten on a rocket in space and you're kind of like why this is motiv motivating me so i don't know all that to say hopefully you find a little bit of wisdom in these and at the same time completely disregard anything it says fascinating okay here's the first one remember only you can prevent your own boredness that's right if you find yourself being bored you're the only person that can avoid that so there you go true statement if you can achieve it you can do it i do believe in this if you can achieve it you can do it because you've already done it so so yeah uh success is not a destination it's a palace Very good. You're always just one Chumbawamba song away from a better day. <laughs> Here we go. Here's a good one. When life hands you lemurs, make lemurade. When life hands you lemurs, make lemurade. Hmm. Poor lemurs. Here's a good one. You can pick your friends and you can pick your nose, but why not just pick everyone's nose? Which I'm not going to lie, don't go out and start picking people's noses. I feel like that's probably frowned upon. But uh, the idea here is, you know, be friends with everybody. I don't know. Maybe I'm digging too deep on that one. Here's a good one. Be kind because you can't rewind. Be kind because you can't rewind. It's not really groundbreaking. Same thing is involved in VHS. Let me see. Don't let your joy be conditional. Let it be contagious, like scabies. Yeah, I don't remember writing that one, but I will say that you probably weren't going to hear about scabies on this podcast when you clicked. So goodbye to all the people that are about to log off here. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Don't have to be a botanist to tend your own garden. Yeah. How many people you know need to hear that? You don't have to be a botanist to tend your own garden. Man, a lot to unpack there. Here's a good one. A good pencil will never run out of ink. Very wise. That could have been Socrates. I'm not sure if he said that or not. I'm claiming it, but it could have been him. Okay. The worst thing about being optimistic is also the best thing. Oh, this one makes sense. Actually, it doesn't. I'm not going to read that one. Yes, this one does. Live life like it's your last brush before the dentist. Oh, please, somebody make him stop. He won't just end this segment. Oh, here we go. I think, so I made this next one up. And then years later, I believe Nobody there's like a, like a gym. You know, you go like to a workout facility, like play. I think they stole this from me, but I came up with this. Create judgment-free zones. Create judgment-free zones. I think maybe Planet Fitness stole it, but I believe in that because 
when you are not giving off this aura of judging other people, you'd be surprised how many people will be, you know, getting in your, your bubble and your sphere of influence. So that's a good one. Don't, yeah. Create judgment free zones. And this is the, this is a good one. I'll probably end on this guy right here. And this is about expectations. The expectations you put on others are just like dents on a minivan. Once you notice it, you cannot unsee it. Wow. Who could have said that you would hear about scabies and minivans <laughs> on this ridiculous podcast? But okay, that is all for Dimspiration. If you want to see some more, go to my Twitter account called Dimspiration and Instagram account Dimspiration. And just like that, we've wasted some more time. Okay, so as we turn the page to our next segment, I sat down with my good friend and neighbor, Matt Farmer. He's a husband, father of two. He's an exerciseman. Glad he stopped working out long enough to waste some time with me. Great guy. I enjoy his wisdom and discernment. Matt does something in real estate. He's explained it to me a lot, but I can't describe it at all. It's kind of like Chandler Bing from Friends. It's um, it has something to do with trans bonding. Oh, 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 he's a trans, trans monster. <laughs> That's not even a word. So anyway, we decided to sit down and hang out and record this. Not sure why. There's no reason. But here we are. Yeah, so I wrote down some notes, but I'm probably not going to use them. Uh, <laughs> I assume general conversation like this right here, you're going to clip out. No. No? Okay. No, I mean, this is pretty unfiltered, Okay, I guess. <laughs> Plus, I don't have the, <laughs> I do have the time to edit, but I probably won't. Okay. Um, but yes, hey, everybody, welcome to Top Hat Chat. Do you like that name? I like that name. You like that name? I also see that we're looking at the uh, the, the Dumb top, and Dumber hat. The Dumb and Dumber hat. So this is an yeah. authentic Dumb and Dumber top hat replica of, I think it was it Harry Dunn, I think, was the guy from Dumb and Dumber. The one that wore the blue? I was trying to figure out who was in blue. Yeah, the one orange. that has the pumpkin pie haircut. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hang by the bar. Put out the vibe. Okay. Anyway, we have his hat and we threw some some conversation topics in there. I'll get to that. Uh, but the the guy that's doing it with me is my friend and neighbor, Matt Farmer. And he had nothing else to do today, I guess. Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> so he agreed and actually sent me the link. You sent me this link. I did. Of I was trying to think of uh, as I, because I'm a I'm an over-preparer. And you said you wanted me to be on this. And uh, I, I told you not to prepare, though. I'm not cool enough to not, though. Oh. Like So I mean, like I feel like you can just wing it and I uh, wouldn't be able to. And of course, the way that I'm wired was like, I got to do research for this show that has nothing to do with me and that I have no ownership of. And yet I'm somehow taking ownership of within five minutes of being asked to be on it. So, well, that's good. And yeah. I asked you because I was walking around and you literally drove up on your golf cart and said, hey, and I said, hey, you want to be on my podcast? And I love how you didn't hesitate. You just said, yeah. <laughs> that's where we are in our relationship yeah so yeah, yeah. zero i mean yeah, I, yeah. I went in. i went to a bible study last night actually by yeah. a neighbor who asked me very similar situation he just texted me hey you want to go to this thing with me on tuesday night sure and it wasn't until last night as i was getting there i was like hey what is what is this it's a bible study podcast no it wasn't a bible study podcast it was a bible study but it's just I, i'm, oh, yeah, I'm yeah. finding that this is a theme with me with my friends they asked me to do something sure 
jump mm-hmm. out of the plane and grab the parachute later, I guess. <laughs> Goodbye, my love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's great. Um, and I told you that there's only a couple of people I even thought could would want to do this. Um, obviously, I thought about Aaron, my wife first, and she just said, leave me alone. Like she didn't want to do any of this stuff. Yeah. But I really wanted to get the podcast going. And I had the idea of guys having conversations with time on their hands. So the first name of the of that I came up with was guys with time. Um, but I didn't know if that felt like a time traveling thing, like guys with time, like we have the time yeah, and we can control it. Uh, no, we just have time on our hands. Bored dads. That tracks more. <laughs> That's actually yeah. correct. Uh, welcome to my dojo. I like it. <laughs> um, do you want to do karate in the garage? Uh, wasteful Wednesday today. We're, we're recording this on a Wednesday, aimless chat. Uh, but settled on Top Hat Chat. So without further ado, Top Hat Chat. Boom. I'm probably going to put an intro in there like... (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Top Hat Chat with Dim Tillard and Matt Farmer. Don't you get it? You see the hat? I am Mrs. Nesbitt. (laughs) All right, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? I mean, there's... 54 in here you leave we're not doing all of them we'll we'll do it on i don't even know how much maybe i mean we might get all right what flavor of ice cream do you wish existed blueberry pop tarts i realize (laughs) blueberry is already a flavor but the first thing that comes to mind is just blueberry pop tarts because that's like frosted it's got to be frosted it's got to be yeah Yeah, it's got to be frosted this is kind of a known thing like my snacks of choice if i'm gonna like just if i'm going to have some junk food is pringles and blueberry frosted pop tarts so really? if you ask me what ice cream should exist i've got to answer off the cuff and it's yeah. i feel like it's different than blueberry it's got a higher sugar content maybe it does and like <laughs> really bad stuff pop tarts like one of the worst things and what's strange is and i'm glad we're not doing video because um you'd be able to see us <laughs> but you're jacked right like you work out and you eat healthy so to hear you say frosted pop tart ice cream yeah you're I'm, you're expecting like some type of wheatgrass or something right no i just i went straight to like the worst thing yeah, imaginable sure that'll set you back two weeks it's a vice yeah for sure wait what was the question i forgot i rolled it up uh, uh flavor, of, flavor ice cream. of ice cream um i don't know i don't even i don't even know if you know what i do like uh nutter butters okay uh, but not like the actual cookie nutter butters yeah i like the wafer have you ever seen the wafer thing yeah it looks like a like a dessert lasagna yes yeah 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 but it's way more delicious than that but i almost feel like i did this once as i took it and i crumpled it and put it in ice cream um we can make that a thing all right that was good ice cream here you go you draw next all right and then you ask me i'll answer first we're rolling time freezes for everyone but you for one day what do you do Ooh, time freezes for every so every other person is stopped and i can keep moving and you can just keep going it's like your own little personal groundhog day i guess huh. i mean i'd probably rob some stuff right like i don't know what i would rob but i'd get away with it because nobody would know i don't know a day how far could you get in a day because you can't do airplanes right i mean you could i can't fly a plane oh yeah no there all the pilots are frozen. that's a good point yeah yeah, you um, have to be in the driver's seat of whatever you do. So you could only go in driving distance from wherever you're at. Because I was thinking maybe go to like some sort of museum and take some stuff or see some stuff. I don't know. I don't know what I would do. I would probably take a nap. 
So uh, what I'm actually thinking about, I guess this will be my answer. What I'm actually thinking about is the rare times my house empties. I don't have wife. I don't have kids at home. Mm -hmm. And for me, that's essentially time freezing. Yeah. And I never know what to do. I'm legitimately always having to recount, like, what did I do back whenever I was in control of my own time? Yeah. Um, And I would probably spend the whole day deciding what I'm going to do and then the time would be up. Like just like streaming every night. You're just yeah. like when you go through, it's 40 minutes of picking. Um, that way you can't even watch a movie. You ran out of time. But you also have people dropping by your house all the time. So it's not just your family in and out. Like you just That's have, true. you live on the corner. That's yeah. your fault. Um, <laughs> I am confused by the question. Time freezes for everyone, but you for one day, what do you do? I, I want to somehow end up scuba diving, but I don't know if I can get scuba diving in and a day from where middle tennessee <laughs> yeah we're landlocked yeah uh, here in nashville i don't know that's a tough one uh, we can do better we'll keep going but that would be cool though um, we arrived see. at nothing we arrived at nothing okay what were you really into when you were a kid what was i really into whenever i was a kid yeah uh i grew up playing ice hockey which oh, is cool. a natural selection of sport in north texas <laughs> mighty ducks uh, yeah <laughs> yeah those ponds froze over real well uh i i love playing hockey and i mean nothing too exciting i was i was a big video gamer too oh yeah everybody so, nintendo yeah. sega i was uh so we, we actually had this conversation in my house the other night because we were trying to decide who had what and my wife kate we would have been a perfect match at that age because she had the things i didn't have like i was a nintendo and sega she had super nintendo and playstation so yeah. we staggered release dates it says a lot about relationships it does yeah, yeah i actually was gonna make a t-shirt uh showing my progression because i went atari okay. nintendo sega nintendo 64 and then xbox and then we're just we're out as a family do you remember sega dreamcast barely nobody does <laughs> no had... no no i remember it but okay. it was only there for like a month i had it and i <laughs> i've, I've like had this conversation randomly a few times uh in the last month or so and everybody looks at me like i like that it was a thing yeah wait so, what was it sega dreamcast is this the one you put like a little cube screen in the controller or something no that was uh was that was sega cd or no no did you just name the nintendo cube did you no not that thing. are we making stuff up at this point no there was a mm, i don't know remember the nintendo that was like 3d and it was like you put your head in there it was like all red yeah that no one had that the amount of money that goes into developing these things now they can't miss like now it has oh, to yeah. be like when they release a new playstation the new you know xbox it's got they've got to nail it they have I'm now to. remembering how how many things they just kind of threw out there just to see if they worked before yeah that's why game nintendo had so many games it's like hey there's nintendo and we have 150 games it's like sweet did you know <laughs> that they lose this is a random aside i read this the other day they lose money on pretty much every single system they sell why that's just the like the pricing model is such that and the amount of r&d that goes into it they they actually lose money but they they make it up over time on the video game licensing that seems like an article would be written <laughs> which is job. what i read yeah. It. Yeah, yeah you did do reconnaissance <laughs> for this unbelievable yeah. i forgot the question again dang it really into uh i i was actually a big outdoors i mean i lived in florida camouflage i climbed trees i go hiking in the woods um clearly just because i have a beard doesn't mean i'm cutting down trees but i like i like air conditioning i like staying indoors Uh, maybe it's because i played baseball for so long and i was always outside and yeah uh, off season i get to stay indoors but i don't know i used to be really outdoorsy and now i'm like i could care less (laughs) sorry nature wait it's your turn yeah (laughs) 
which is your favorite fragrance? It says which as if there was going to be a list that follows, but it just says which is your favorite fragrance, and your selection fragrance? is every smell out there, I guess. Fragrance, like a make, like a man fragrance, like a fragrance. I don't know. It just says which is your favorite fragrance. <laughs> um, I don't even know a man fragrance. I was actually going to ask. Uh, I tried to get Aaron to to find me something to spray on. Right, mm -hmm. I'm in the broadcasting world now. I got to meet a lot of people. I've never had a an, an essence a yeah. fragrance, so I need to get on. I have none, unless I mean soap. The soap of fragrance yeah maybe i feel super awkward now if i ever put cologne on like my wife's gonna make fun of me she's like who like we're we've been married for a while now what are you doing so well do you have any man fragrance uh the first thing that comes to mind is what we texted about earlier and so i would have to say number one is breakfast tacos oh yeah and um well i told you my office smelled like old dog and febreze which is where this came from i said those yeah. are two of my favorite smells followed by breakfast tacos <laughs> so did did, I, did my room my office here live up to the hype maybe I'm... i smell no fragrance oh okay. but that could just be like i'm i'm in that perpetual uh era of the year where it's just constant uh chest cold situation going on <laughs> yeah so, maybe. so i'm glad we're in this unventilated yeah room. the only man fragrance i can think of is that gold bar because mm -hmm. guys had it in their lockers and they'd always take it and spray it and i just assumed it was for men yeah what's the uh what's the the commercials they do with the the uh the the body wash, the the red like body wash mint uh, mint for men. Um, axe. It's not axe. It's the. Uh, <laughs> I'm nailing this right now. Old spice. Old spice. Thank you. Yeah, they but... uh they accidentally put that in our groceries. I got delivered to our door the other day. Wow. And so been using that, and I get it. <laughs> I guess I'm gonna say I get it. Remember Axe body spray? I'm oh, sure yeah. it's still out there. I saw a tweet one time where <laughs> where this guy's like there's a huge cockroach in my room and all I had was Axe body spray and I sprayed it on him. And now his name is, <laughs> now his name is Brett and he won't shut up about CrossFit. <laughs> anyway. All right. What do you, was it my turn? Yeah. Yeah. What do you do to get rid of stress? You probably work out. I mean, nailed it. Yeah. yeah. I work out. It's, it's like, it's my drug now. I mean, yeah. You know, I think what I do is just like, uh, try to dive into creativity I'm stressed on not knowing what to do in the off season. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I'm going to bother my friends and, right. and make them come on my podcast. Yeah. Well, I was actually about to say, I think what you're doing is, is my answer too. like, I feel like this podcast is supposed to be life. We're going to go in a direction right now where it's like, I mean, I'm, I'm in a pursuit right now. Where I'm just trying to strive for things that fulfill me. Yeah. It's not about achieving or, or, or getting money in the door. Like what just brings fulfillment. And I found that when I'm not pursuing that, it's probably when I'm the most stressed. Yeah. I watched uh, Yes Man the other day. <laughs> Wish you would step back from that ledge, my friend. Who would win in a fight between a Minotaur and a Centaur? Minotaur and a Centaur. Um, Do you know the difference? Yeah. So Mini Minotaur, 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 yeah. Minotaur, Minotaur. So that's the one that's half bull, half man, like upper body bull, right? Okay. And like lower body man. And it's at the middle of a labyrinth. Okay. The, the Minotaur. And then a centaur, I think, has the upper body of a man, and the and the lower. I can't believe I'm saying this. Yeah, and the lower body of a horse, right? Like in Harry Potter is what yeah. I was thinking. I feel like a minotaur, minotaur is going to get real top heavy, and not do great in a fight. <laughs> that's how I'm feeling. But that's, but that's, I mean, a whole, they wouldn't get to grown man size if they hadn't built up muscles where they can counteract that like do they skip leg day or do they do leg day i think every day is a leg day when okay. you're that That's heavy true. up top um i don't know who would win I i'm would... gonna go with centaur you're gonna go with centaur yeah. what's the centaur gonna do man and horse body i mean you can like 
you know, oh, get his yeah. little front legs up. Sorry, nobody could see that, but he. <laughs> Thanks for acting <laughs> it out. The pantomime I just did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's gonna jump up like a horse on it, and he's gonna the front is gonna do all the work and centaur and yeah. uh, or a bat kick. Right, like don't walk behind a horse. And then the, the guy can be holding a spear. I mean, he's got a lot going on. Yeah, that the top half of man can be holding spear. I feel like or a something. centaur should have a spear. Uh, I don't know. I got to go with the minotaur. Minotaur. Mm-hmm. We got to get to the bottom of that. Yeah, just because there's it comes with horns. Oh, like that's that, true. Like put that. the head down, and if that horse bucks, then just go head first. As soon as that horse jumps, yeah, yeah. he's just gonna lower his head. You got a point there. But the the minotaur can't be that smart because he's usually at the center of a, a labyrinth or a mm-hmm. maze and i think the reason is because he got in there and he yeah he couldn't get out so he's just stuck sounds like a whole segment for the next time that i clearly yeah. get invited back yeah this one's called top hat chat we'll call that one minotaur madness yeah <laughs> minotaur or minotaur <laughs> madness potato minotaur mm-hmm. all right what would you do with 10 million dollars i mean what would you not do? It's $10 million. I know. My first thought was, is it tax-free? Like, is this my paying taxes on this? Like the lottery. So, so well, let's go with just, you get $10 million. Yeah. It's yours. Um. Well, my, I, it, I mean, is inflation going on like it is right now? <laughs> turn off the, turn off the dad, the super nerdy yeah, answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, this is free money. This is like Brewster's millions. Like you can't, you got to get rid of it. You I would do something. I would tell no one. Well, of course. And I would probably just take a break. Well, you don't need a million dollars to do nothing, man. Take a look at my cousin. He's broke, don't do... You know, I work in real estate, and I've been on this, like, mad dash for years and years and years now. Sure, especially around here. And I would just probably chillax for a bit and just see see what came to me as far as what's going to be the next the next season of life. And it would honestly... Like, I, I would love to give one of these great answers right now. Like, I would buy a boat. And, I, you know, I would just take a minute and see what came to me and... I would also, it would probably terrify me a bit too, because I'm not somebody you're this way too. Idle being idle doesn't, yeah. doesn't do me well. So yeah. there would be this momentary pause, a tactical pause, if you will. And now I'd have to like, for sure. Yeah. It couldn't be a crutch. Yeah, no, I, I get it. I, uh, I think bored. I hate the word bored. The board is, is it's almost like a curse word in mm-hmm. our household. Like you're bored. Look at all the stuff we have. We have, you know, phones and TV, and then you can run outside and, play and ride a bike i mean there's so many things you can do um with 10 million dollars you could do more stuff mm-hmm. with that i think i would follow one of my creative passions i would dig into like a novel or a tv show i got a great idea for like a netflix tv show um so and anyway stuff like that i think would 10 million dollars could get me get the ball rolling on would you still like do your that. day job what, what's my day i have this is my day job yeah. right now uh six months out of the year broadcasting yeah i would do that still i mean it would just i would look better on screen because I'd have better clothes <laughs> and I'd probably get a haircut every day. No, you wouldn't. I wouldn't. All right. I think it's my turn. Or was that the minotaur one? No, you, it's your turn. <laughs> we can't like, we can't get, this you know, what? if we did this perfect, it wouldn't be good. No. Like we literally, Matt just walked in probably right before the show started, right? Like two minutes. <laughs> yeah. All right. What do you got? Uh, do you prefer to watch movies in the theater or in the comfort of your own home? I'll go to the movie theater anytime. I'll drop everything. I don't know. Is there anything playing right now? There's not. Actually, we, we were. That's the problem. Yeah. Is that like, is that a post COVID thing or is that just like a weird era that we're in right now with movies? I think everybody has access. Like, if you have one of the streaming platforms and it's coming on HBO Max, then, mm-hmm. you know, watch it in your home for free or like $15 rather than take, 
you know, your lady and go see something for like 40. Nothing beats the pageantry of a movie. Oh, I love movies. I, I, I really enjoy going to a movie theater and it just forcing you to sit there. There's no distractions. There's no ability to click pause. And if you got to use the restroom, you just, you got to get caught up you yeah. know, by, by a friend or, or not and figure it out. Yeah. So yeah, movie for sure. I love, I just love to walk in and you have the whole experience and you, and you buy over, you know, priced everything. Um, or you sneak it in. <laughs> oh. One of my ideas is candy that doesn't, it's not loud. Right. And it just fits in your pocket for movies. Not suggesting anybody should do that. I feel like that's kind of, it's wrong. like a wrapper made out of cotton instead yeah. of just, like or the maybe, loudest plastic. Yeah. Ever. But maybe it's like jean colored <laughs> or khaki, colored, depending uh. on what you wear. But I, I love it. And you sit down and like you said, there's no distractions. You get the best sound, the surround sound. I, I, it's good. The I know sticky Avatar. Floor. Sticky I mean. floor. Yeah. <laughs> Lost a shoe somewhere. I'm in for that. Is that Tipo Chico? Topo Chico. Topo. Nectar of the gods. Minotaur. All right. Where and when was the most amazing sunset you, you have ever seen? That's kind of a... Let's do this one quick because this is... Where and when was the most amazing sunset you've ever seen? I've been to Hawaii, so I'm going to have to say that just because I don't remember it, but I feel like it's probably the best. My wife and I went on a trip to Mendocino County, uh, North, North Northern California. Oh, okay. Yeah. And we were able to watch on the on the Pacific Coast. Um, I don't know if that's the most amazing, but it is uh it's what's good. coming to mind right now. For me personally, I think moments make it amazing. Yeah. So like you're with. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just uh, you know, I I've definitely been in an era lately of trying to stop and smell the roses and just driving around middle Tennessee in the fall. I think yeah. I've seen some pretty good ones too. Yeah. So man, the sunset. <clears throat> you gotta be careful too. The sunset starts at uh four forty five now. You think people are gonna be disappointed to jump on a podcast with two dudes and we immediately We're talking about sunsets? Sunsets, yeah. No, I think it's I think it's perfect. Neither think... of us worked in the word majestic either. Yeah. We could have nobody is um listening this far anyway. But that's what my podcast is. I don't promise anything but nonsense. And that's we're we're killing it. Who is your oldest friend? Where did you meet them? Oh, man. Oldest friend. Um, I don't know. There's people I still know, but I don't hang out with them. Right. You know, how, how do you how do you define it? Like, yeah. Like how how close do you have to be to to check the friend box still? Like, is it? It's mm, a good point. Uh, I'll have the soup du jour. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I have to go with my wife, probably. That's literally what I was about to I say. I have yeah. to, only yeah. because my wife. we met in, uh, at the end of 2004, and we got married. We got engaged in 05, married in 06, and been married for coming up on 16 or 17 years, whatever You guys had the fast track, too, huh? Yeah. You were yeah. just like, let's not waste time on this. I already know what well, I, I mean, want. It was the easiest thing in the world. That's why yeah. we are friends. That's why we're still together. We like... We like each other. It worked it's out. It's this weird concept where, yeah, where we're friends and we like to hang out. Um, and and that's why it's easy. I think a lot of times, I think people are going, well, I got to go, I got to go work hard to find this friend. Or mm -hmm. I think the the friends that you come in contact with, they sure they say they're the most like you. Um, but we talked about this before of just being transparent, sure, like just being honest and being yourself. I think those are the people that I love the most. Yeah. Um, just because I know, I know what you're going to get. They're not going to show up one day and be somebody else. And they're not going to try to act like somebody else. They are who they are. And, um, that's how you make friends. I don't know. I don't remember the question, but yeah. Who's your oldest friend <laughs> and where did you meet? Where did you meet them? Where did who you... is your daddy and what did he do? Yeah. <laughs> Mine was also going to be my wife and I met her at uh, University of North Texas where we both went to school. So yeah. yeah. Texas. Yeah. Yeah. Good old directional school. Is so. she going to listen to this? I think she's going to have to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. knew it. You knew it coming in. You're like, she's my best friend. Yeah. Yeah. 
She's gonna be she's gonna be the one the the, the listener that I have the, the one that I bring to the party. Yeah, Aaron won't even. Aaron's like, I don't even care. She doesn't care. She doesn't she, even watch. I'm on a show for half the year, and she's not even. She doesn't even watch it. That's not true, because she is at our house for some of those shows, and she's always got a little TV in her hand. Really? Via her cell phone. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, she does. Does it, it have Candy Crush on it, or is it me? Uh, yeah, no, she's not like, I would know if it's Candy Crush because you'd oh, be like yeah. tapping. Otherwise, unless she's like tapping your face, I don't know. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to scrape the beard off. Yeah. All right. What place would you first travel to if you could teleport? Dude, this is every night. I, this is how I dream. Just somewhere in the Caribbean, man. I don't even know if it's my turn, but I'm just, I get yeah. somewhere in the Caribbean, man. I love, I love being underwater and, and scuba diving and snorkeling and you're going to teleport underwater. Well, I mean, maybe not immediately because like, yeah, yeah, I got to warm up. I think you have to visualize where you're going to teleport. Like you have to like, that's how the rules go when in shows and movies where this exists. Pretty much. He vanished. So I would like visualize somewhere that I've been in the Caribbean, which isn't many places. So you would, you would teleport to somewhere you've already been. Well, I, you can't visualize if, if you haven't been there. I mean, these are the rules. I didn't make the rules of teleportation. I mean, I would look at a picture and I think I could get that's there. True. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's funny. I uh, I, I would probably pick Venice. I think I, I've never been to Venice. It seems good in movies, right? You see Casino Royale, yeah, or the Spider Man one where they're gone over there. That that would be cool if I could, you know, blink. I guess, and then you teleport. I feel like you'd blink to get see, it. This is identifying actually some clear differences between us. You are, I mean, you tell me stories about having like random interactions with people at a coffee shop in some unknown place that yeah that you, and and that is that would never happen with me Why? i like because i like known commodities i like when i go to a restaurant i know exactly what i order i don't have to open the menu if it's a new restaurant i have to choose but based on what i, I, I that will probably be the choice that will carry me the next few times i go to that restaurant that's a good point i already know the menu at taco bell so Yo quiero taco bell. what weird or useless talent do you have Perfect. Um, <clears throat> probably, probably movie trivia, movie and TV trivia. Um, I'm that uh, useless knowledge. Like I have knowledge about stuff that it do, it does serves no purpose for anybody. Yeah. Like we're watching a TV show, and I'm like, "Hey, honey, that's the guy that plays in this show." And she's like, "What is she supposed to say?" Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Did you figure that out on your own? Yeah. We've um, actually carried a lot of conversation this way because we're able to. Uh... I think that we've probably hung out for an hour or two before, and the entirety of our conversation has been anecdotes from some episode or movie, and it just carries the conversation. And each of us knows what's happening. Oh, yeah. And I think other people probably think we're lunatics. It's like you speak in code of like Seinfeld or Friends. Like you have to yeah. say those lines. Um, I dropped a line somewhere. I can't remember where it was. Some kid's function. And I just dropped a line from a movie, maybe Happy Gilmore or something like that. How about I just go eat some hay? I can make things out of clay and lay by the bay. I just may. What do you say? And a couple people laughed. And I'm like, okay, these people right here I can talk to. Yeah. <laughs> these people right here, they they understand. They actually didn't realize they were part of a very quick experiment you were doing. You were just trying to quickly identify who in the room you wanted to hang out with. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. It's like the eighth grade dance. You walk in, you're like, boy is over there. <laughs> yeah. Over there. And no one dances. Yeah. No, that's that was probably right. Did you answer it? What I didn't it? answer it. I was trying to think weird or useless talent. I mean, I think a lot of the talents I have are pretty useless, but um, I have to communicate a lot at work. And I find that I only am able to effectively communicate things by wrapping it into some analogy. I mean, I, yeah. I, I, I can't explain something matter of fact. It always has to be some comparison to, to 
a sporting event, you know. Oh, what would be your perfect crime? Wow. And you can't freeze time this time. Perfect crime. What would it be? Like some type of achievement of wealth and anonymity all at the same time. Like one, like Thomas Crown affair. Is that a thing already? The the movie? Yeah. I mean, I know the Thomas like I didn't two see of it. Them. Yeah. You never saw Thomas Crown I affair? I don't think. Okay. So here's a weird and useless talent I have is I can watch <laughs> movies and completely forget about it within about a year or two. So there's, I can't tell you how many times I'll watch a movie and be like, I haven't seen this before. And about 30 to 45 minutes into the movie, I'm like, I'm pretty sure I have 100% seen this, but I still have no idea what happens. Movie amnesia, like amnesia, but with movies. I have great short-term memory, long-term memory, completely shot. I can't. See, that's the problem. I can watch movies and I'm like, golly, I can remember everything about it. Thomas, Thomas Crown Affair is probably one I watch every, maybe once a year, maybe uh, twice a year. But he's like a bajillionaire, but yet he steals art. Okay. Yeah. That's, what, what, was, what was it? Perfect crime? Perfect crime. My perfect crime would be breaking the Tiffany's at midnight. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> Do I go for the vault? No, I go for the chandelier. Priceless. Do you drop down on like a rope from the from a ceiling? Like no, that's Dwight Schrute from the office. No. <laughs> See? <laughs> there's your there's your useless talent coming out. Yeah. What is my perfect crime? I break into Tiffany's in midnight. Do I go for the vault? No. I go for the chandelier. It's priceless. In the morning, the cops come and I escape in one of their uniforms. <laughs> um, I don't know. Perfect crime. Yeah, probably something like that. Like the inside joke. Like maybe you did did something. Maybe it's not too wrong. You right. Didn't, you didn't injure anybody or steal anything, but you did something and got away with it, and nobody knew about it. I think I did that in high school, like a lot. Like nobody died, nobody got violated <laughs> yeah. anyway. But yeah, I used to steal a bunch of those like little election signs, like mm -hmm. local elections. So if anybody from my hometown, um, from the years like 98 to 2001, I apologize, but you definitely cost somebody yeah. many, many years ago. You definitely cost somebody an election probably. Yeah. Yeah. But it was like local County yeah. clerk. Sorry. But yeah. Anyway, that was fun. And nobody knew who was taking them all. <laughs> Confession. All right. All right. All right. We're done. That's it. That was, thanks for sticking around this long for the top hat chat here with matt farmer Are you gonna do this again should we do this exact same thing or should we do something different um i i liked this yeah didn't love a lot of the questions yeah all right so you will come back on we'll just back. figure out better questions there you go cool thanks matt hey thanks <laughs> yay and just like that it's time for this episode's last segment it's about time hey, it is about time so one thing i really enjoy is movies i'm sure you know this you wouldn't have gotten this deep into my inner monologue without figuring that out and i missed the whole go to the video store and pick out a movie and take it home the whole experience it's probably just nostalgia but i decided to start going back and watching some of these old films on vhs and take notes which by the way i told my son i had vhs growing up and he asked if it was hereditary <laughs> maybe anyway i took this side project and i turned it into a segment i like to call dim's rewatch review Brilliant! amanda because it's dull you twit it'll hurt more it's Okay, so with this debut segment of Dim's Rewatch Review, I chose the 1994 classic D2 The Mighty Ducks. Ah, yeah. oh, yes. 
the ducks this movie rated pg it's an hour and 46 minutes and i gotta tell you we had this on vhs growing up and i may have stolen it from my aunt's house i can't remember but i probably watched this masterpiece once a week for most of 1994 95 it didn't get much better than the flying v So now as an adult, I go back, I watch this movie, and here are some things that I noticed. Number one, D2 is the story of Gordon Bombay playing hockey again. He was inspired by his first Ducks team in the first movie. That's not called D1 for whatever reason. But his path to the NHL is cut short due to an injury opening montage. Ah, the montages. There's actually several montages in this film bombay then finds himself conveniently getting the ducks back together to compete in the junior goodwill games which i'm i've never even heard of the junior goodwill games before this film or even after this film really maybe they exist i have no idea but bombay then gets selfish then he comes around again meanwhile all the kids are carrying this tale of unique individuals coming together to take down the evil icelanders from iceland which I've never met anyone from Iceland, but I'd love to get their perspective on how they are portrayed in this film. Greenland is covered with ice, and Iceland is very nice. Ah. First, we have to address the soundtrack. Don't you know Obviously, the iconic duck anthem that you find yourself humming when you're in your socks sliding around through the house, or maybe that's just me. Queen, We Will Rock You, classic tag teams. Whoop, there it is. Wild Thing is in this, briefly. Uh, Ain't Seen Nothing Yet, Mr. Big Stuff. Who do you think you are? And of course it ends with Queen, We Are the Champions, as the kids are burning marshmallows. So yes, a very good soundtrack. Is is it Pulp Fiction, Days and Confused level? No, but it is good and it still holds up. Now comes the quick fix. Do you need a quick fix? This is what this movie addresses. If you have a problem, you can fix it really fast. If you lose your way in life, just rollerblade. Gordon Bombay goes rollerblading by himself at sunset while his team's on the ice getting ready for a game. And you know what? He finds a little bit of clarity. So there you go. Have a broken wrist? Well, just take the Adam Banks approach and just wear a sling for two days and then boom, you'll wake up. And the pain was gone. Let's talk cameos in this film. Wayne Gretzky's in it, the great one. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, legend. Christy Yamaguchi, figure skater. Greg Louganis, pretty sure he was an Olympic diver. And then there's, of course, Cam, Chris, and Luke. You're talking about Luke Robitaille, Chris Chelios, and then Cam Neely, which if you know who Cam Neely is, he was Seabass in Dumb and Dumber. All right, who's a dead man that hit me with the salt shaker? Incredible actor. And finally, some very questionable moments throughout this movie that I just want to address. Don't have an explanation, just throwing them out there. Uh, towards the beginning of the film, Fulton Reed ties three hockey players from the season before, uh, ties them up half naked to a tree and then basically leaves them. So we never got any closure on that debacle. Um, and apparently there was no tryout for the United States team for the Junior Goodwill Games um, because they just went and got a local kid with a knuckle puck and then just added him to the roster. Welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. Can I take your order? And this one always bothered me. There's Julie the Cat Gaffney. The other goalie, she like sits down with Gordon Bombay and is like, I want playing time, I want playing time. So what happens? Bombay throws her out there and she gets ejected before she does anything. So I'm just, yeah, you're all over the place, uh, Julie. Figure it out. 
And then back to Bombay. Bombay goes on a date with the Iceland lady and then never speaks to her again. They, they, far as we know, they never had another conversation. So let's talk about some of the kids for a moment. The kids are in Beverly Hills and they lie their way into some sort of store where models are putting on a fashion show. Like, that's just, what are we doing? Why, who can kids do that at age whatever they're supposed to be? Don't think so. Anyway, Rodeo Drive. I'm not familiar with all the guidelines in California, which is where this film is taking place, but Bombay ignores all guidelines and has an unauthorized fire barrel in the middle of a park. Don't think you can do that. And finally, Gordon Bombay is physically assaulted with a hockey stick on the ice and chooses not to press charges. Very cool. So yes, that right there is my Dim's rewatch review for D2, The Mighty Ducks. And that will do it for the newest edition of the inner monologue of Dim Tillard. This episode was not sponsored by anyone. So if you want to sponsor it, feel free to give me some money. And I will say whatever you want me to say at the end of the episode. To all my dozens of listeners, Sounds like a win-win to me. Be sure to follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at DimTillardPod. Maybe on Facebook, too. I can't remember. For your chance to participate in my unamazing podcast giveaways. And please take 30 seconds to give my podcast a five-star rating, even though you don't believe it down in your heart of hearts. But Apple Podcasts won't know that. And what mama don't know won't hurt her. Thank you for listening to the number one most unneeded podcast, The Inner Monologue of Dim Tillard. You were just listening to The Inner Monologue of Dim Tillard.